Matt has cut himself. No, no, Matt has Matt has cut himself in, being like, "Hey, this is future Matt slash Rumus here. Uh, there's a lot of things that we are not including in this episode. There's gonna be some random jump cuts. That's normal because we are not letting some of the things that we have bad opinion. I don't remember what you said exactly, but you were like, "We have <laughs> yeah, bad opinions." That's, and we're that's not the thing. I, I do. I really would like to make a disclaimer for the show, where it's like we're not professional anything's. We're just three people who may or may not have good or bad or neutral takes. Don't we take have three stooges with a microphone. Don't take anything we say with anything more than a grain of salt, because all of it is just slice of our lives. Side note: If you're the kind of person that needs to believe in true altruism, <laughs> yourself. <laughs> like it's don't don't kill yourself. Uh, Never kill yourself. What the fuck? Um, uh, um, um, everywhere. Um, oh my god. But um, get the, the amount of flute that's going on right now. <laughs> yeah, if it's burning down is, a <laughs> the, don't tempt the past me. eight minutes have not been nothing but flutes. <laughs> Alright, so we can just agree that that's not making it. Um, that's fine. We'll circle back around. Altruism, let's go back to, to that. Talking about how Look, all I'm altru- saying is that burning a <laughs> is the closest you can get to perfect altruism. Because nobody benefits from it. <laughs> hey yo, DJ Matt here, back with some nice flutes. Hello everybody, just a quick warning. This episode will go over suicide, war, 9-11, and more grotesque actions during World War II. We don't go into too great detail, but they may be triggering or just grotesque and things you don't want to hear. The edited version is a little bit better. However, the unedited version, if you're part of the Discord, will have the more graphic parts to it, just as a warning. Welcome to All Topics New Pizza, where we start with a single idea, then add new ideas until we lose our track, and Nick orders a pizza but doesn't invite any of us. I am Matt, also known as Ruminous. Uh, I'm just Dion. Hey, it's your boy Nick, back from the Big Apple. And let me tell you, I learned a lot about myself when I went to the motherland. It was a beautiful <laughs> visit. I got on the trains, I got off the trains, I got back on the trains because I realized I got off at the wrong stop. I got threatened on the trains, I threatened the someone on the trains. The accent is slowly just fading away. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't you know, that's the part of New York, is eventually everyone's accent sounds very similar until you get to Chinatown and Little Italy where the Italian accents get really right, hyper the, flute, the flute is coming in the flute is getting ready to go. <laughs> no, 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 no. this is what I'm saying if you go to Chinatown and Little Italy because they're right next to each other the, hi- the Italians get really hyperbolized accents and Chinatown is Chinatown I mean what do you want to do actually interestingly enough this is a good segue uh <laughs> So one of the places <laughs> the, the accent's gone the bit's done fuck the bit uh, uh, was- uh, abort abort <laughs>
Despite how horribly offensive that was, that was probably the best. What do you mix. mean? It's an Italian accent. It's I'm Italian. white. They're probably. white. I'm allowed to make the Italian accent. Despite how that was not Italian in any means. I don't even sure if that was that was very. Despite, no, it's the, New York. It's the New York. Despite how horrible New York. that bit was. Yeah, but it was very fake. It was, was. Of course, super, it, was it was fake. It was, That's the point. It was the exaggerated. It, yeah, it, no, I know what you were doing. Despite <laughs> how bad that was, that was probably the funniest bit you've done so far. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of enjoyed the naming places you've never heard. Uh, I like so, that so, bit. So, so, um, Gerk, 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 or whatever Gerk. he said. Yeah. So I have this this bit with my partner where we go grocery shopping and there's too much. We have like half finished stuff in the fridge and then we have all this new stuff. Hey. And I sit there and I'm like, I got it. And I'll like rearrange all the stuff in a nice like presentable way. Everything fits in the fridge and everything that's old is in the front. Everything that's new is in the back. And I'm like, hey, they call me Tetris Tony. Okay. <laughs> And I'll do this whole like bad accent hey, bit, and you, and you do the hand movement. I do the hand movement, yeah. and I'm like, "It called me Tetris I, Tony. I'm the best." And, and so she'll be like, "Okay, whatever you say, Tommy Tetris." And I'll be like, "Tommy Tetris hey! is a fraud and a poser, and he never." Tommy Tetris is a fucking bitch. And it's just like it's just it's an awful accent, and it's an awful bit, but it's the funniest thing. I, I miss I miss vehemently when scam calls because I get them all the time, but they had actual real people on them because I would mess with them all the time because I pick it up and I'm like, hey, yo, Ma, you expecting this call? Ma, Ma, good, Ma, he's asking for, ask for a credit card. Ma. You got a credit card? And Ma, then I would read a number. <laughs> and I would read a number. They get all excited, like, hold on, this is. This is this is for the movie theater. No, that's not the credit card. Ma, I sent the credit card. And then eventually they would get mad at me and hang up. It'd be great. <laughs> oh boy. Nah, 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 nah. I I heard Tetris Tony and uh, Quick Cubert down in the, the the docks. They was making some weird deals the other night. You know, I don't I don't like to spread rumors, but I hear they were buying some fake schmear. Anyway. <laughs> But it's, it, the funniest thing about that accent is it's the same fucking accent for every two bit schmo schmuck like Joe. That's never that's never actually talked to an, uh, a right. New Yorker because right. New Yorkers right. don't sound like that. Like, New Yorkers sound like just about everything. Every henchman in every show ever has the same New York accent. It's great. So I went to the nine eleven uh, tribute museum, which is good uh, segue. <laughs> run and uh, well so this was the segue that came from the chinatown thing so the docent at the 9-11 tribute memorial that i went to is a chinese american who was literally headed to a hospital not far from the centers when the when the centers fell and like i got to hear his story and you know he talked about the fact that he is a thing called a triple which means he's a survivor he had family involved and he was uh, a rescue Volunteer. worker at the yeah. time. Um, and, you know, it was this very heartbreaking, uh, you know, conversation where, you know, he explains that he has cancer that's riddling his body. He had to give up medicine as a result. Like, there are a lot of different harsh things. But it was <laughs> the weirdest thing, which I know sounds weird. The weirdest thing I took away from it was the importance of landlines, because if he hadn't been able to find a landline in Chinatown after the towers fell, his family would have thought he was dead for days. First of all, to anyone who goes to New York and needs a humbling moment, especially as an American, especially as an American with like an oversized nationalism ego, please go to that museum and look at 
the paper cranes and the 14 cows from Kenya. Those are two of the most important things. So the paper crane was folded by a little girl who survived the fallout from Nagasaki from Hiroshima and ended up getting leukemia because of it. Her brother in 2002 right after the 9-11 happened, delivered her paper crane to America as a, as a, as like a, a show of solace. And I'm like, first of all, who the fuck said we deserved this? After, the, little, the, the brother, you, obviously. Right, but I mean, after, weren't you listening to your own story? After what we did, like that crane yeah. represents twofold uh, something to be humbled by. And I was literally like tearing up just looking at the crane because it was just fucking impossible well when was the last time that mainland america has been attacked in a well war? and that, that any was, sort of attack actual that was something my dad said he's like with any luck this is the closest that most children will ever have to be to war in their own home um and, and he he, he specialized like that sentiment i know that i'm cutting you off i'm sorry americans are this is the worst take i think that i have <laughs> um and it's that North Americans in the Blue U.S. are too comfortable with the idea of war without any idea what it's like on home soil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With any luck, this is the closest that our children... Hey, what he meant was our children will come to... No, no, no. He meant any children. Because they could I, I hate have, to tell... Because the truth is that literally most children know what war is like on their home yes. soil. And, and that's his problem is... He has never experienced war like they have. So he, he has never seen his it. History and history classes, I guess. Well, no, um, he just he just had never went to war. Remember, this is the same father no, that I know he never went to war. But I, I've never went to war. I've read books. Um, I read, books I don't read, give you I books Anthony. don't give you an accurate depiction. Of no, war. they don't. I played neither, the war card game. History museums, but you get the idea that this no, is the last but thing that's that you ever want. Did he not read Anne Frank? at all like uh he's old enough to have side note i had an english teacher who got uh who got our class one third of the way through anne frank and said this is too boring for you guys to read (gasps) i'm like wow (laughs) i mean i agree it is a very boring book uh it's a a diary it's not meant to be engaging (laughs) and i hate to tell you i'm not gonna read something i find boring whether it's engaged whether it's historical or not i just i just got i'd much rather listen to an audio podcast about i got super hyper triggered i just hyperventilated for 10 seconds uh as the asian guy as the as the docent put it uh sorry i'm trying to be more respectful because typically i am very just straight with my words i'm just asian guy black guy white guy dion matt nick Fuckface. Well, Dion Matter mix up their names or yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I don't. Did you mean me? I'm trying. I'm trying to be less stream of consciousness this because this this one is very like serious. This is one I don't yeah. feel okay joking about. Just like I don't feel f- there's something wrong with joking about Hiroshima and Nagasaki. And I'm sure at some oh, point, yeah, there there will be a joke made about both of these things in another episode. It'll be up to Matt whether or not to censor me, which is perfectly fine. That's understandable. But when you're discussing the severity of that day, the only thing truly that I think Americans can fully compare it to is what we did to, to Japan, which is why that that crane hit me so hard is like, I don't think the people who accepted this because it also came with a message from the brother who said, cherish every day and cherish every life because you never know when they will be extinguished. And again, I'm like, I don't think the people who accepted this realized how double edged this gift was. This is both a gift and a condemnation. <laughs> like we didn't deserve that kind of kindness after hiroshima and i recently found out yeah. lo and behold what we did to hiroshima and nagasaki was completely unnecessary because china or japan was preparing to surrender but well, if we had not the, taken the shot 
Russia would have been given control of that front. Russia would have moved in, taken Japan for itself. And America can't possibly let Russia do that. So instead, we got to cripple Japan. So the part, part of that issue was that Japan said, Ger so Germany surrendered. Japan said, we will fight until we die. At which point, the U.S. decided to launch the new equipment that they had spent a bunch of money and time and research on. And although I think it was unnecessary because Japan was on its way out. Japan was getting ready to surrender because they didn't have a choice. They were. Yeah, no, Japan was saying we'll fight to the death, but Japan had already given the order to surrender. Yeah. And that's a, and that's the thing is that the, that's what they said. And that's when they kind of looked at these new bombs and, and decided like, to kind of eh. use them. Which I mean, with a lot of opposition in the military because they were like, we don't need to do this. Yeah. This is extreme this is like the last ditch effort in order to save the world we don't need to do that right now germany surrendered the war is pretty much over and so japan was faltering and we attacked two cities yeah filled with innocence not bases not military bases yeah. that's civilian what I say. cities it, it 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 is as close to the 9-11 as or it is as close as 9-11 will get to that yeah. because it was the and same concept I, yeah. complete and, and utter just, annihilation just, yeah. of innocence and I'll let you get, I just want to interject one last thing is that Oppenheimer, oh, one yeah. of the people who, yeah, who set up the bombs and Stanley Einstein who worked on it, Oppenheimer in particular is famous for the quote, I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Mm -hmm. And although that's a translation, although inaccurate, of I believe a Hindu book. The Bhagavad Gita. He, yeah, he, he, lo he lost his mind because when he saw what he did, when yes. he saw what those bombs did, he, he was so distraught with yep. what he had birthed. I mean, isn't um, it the same story with the Nobel Peace Prize? The man responsible. <laughs> it was given to the man who made dynamite. <laughs> no, I, I thought yeah. it was the, the man who had invented dynamite and also invented the Nobel Peace Prize because he was so inflicted and conflicted with his invention that he wanted to represent and overrepresent the things that were good. Isn't isn't that the case? So Nobel created TNT or dynamite, yeah, and so. His brother, his brother had died, and they accidentally published in the newspaper his own obituary. So, Alfred Nobel's brother died, and they published an obituary for Alfred Nobel, basically criticizing him and lambasting him for his what he had done, and that's what spurred him. To, oh, so to, he had uh, actually he had accidentally seen. Oh, he got he got Twitter bombed. He accidentally had seen yeah. what people thought about him in the public sphere, and it had spurred him to do better because he didn't want his legacy to be so awful right which you know what fair, <laughs> fair. you know what i mean sometimes that's a wake-up call you need not the worst reason to be better um no not the worst but it's pretty close if you want to commit to a change in yourself it has to become a part of your identity mm -hmm. and then there's the mm -hmm. cliche be the change you want to see in the world right so if you want mm -hmm. something to be changed on a grandiose scale it has to be the so then you have to want it for yourself as well. You have to want it for yourself as well. Yeah. yeah. And I'm well, like, also, I, I've, I've always told people, at the very least, if you don't care about other people, care about yourself. Be selfishly selfless because if you help other people, they will help better. you in return. And you'll feel better. Well, you'll, you'll, and well, this is what I always say. I, I, don't even look at, I don't even look at it like that. I just simply say, like, if you are that 
selfish if you were that self-absorbed and you don't care what other people think and it doesn't give you any pleasure what will help is that if you have other people they'll help you and give you stuff in return it'll it's, help it's you out problem. so help other people so, create a good create a good society because then you will have better equipment things might be cheaper uh people will say hi to you in the streets whatever whatever it is but you will live a better life if you help other people mm-hmm. at the very least it's the it's the it's the philosophical problem of um altruism how can you yeah. truly be you know like, because the most common version of altruism is I help other people because it makes me feel good. Right. right? The the most basic level and, of altruism And that's how I genuinely is, feel most people are. You know, because, 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 of course, the majority of people that do things for other people, and if that's all that they do, like, oh, I only help others. It, they're, they're, it's a self-fulfilling sort of level of hedonism. Uh-huh. Like, it's crazy how close altruism and hedonism are related. <laughs> um... On a philosophical level, because it's like you do things for others. What's the reason? Is it for them? You don't know them. What do you owe them? Morally, what is the value of your actions? Right. At every level, there is the option to be doing it for yourself mm-hmm. because you make yourself feel better to absolve yourself of sin, to read, to, to, to give yourself redemption for past transgressions. Pure altruism is a concept yeah. because unless it's, it was it's an ideal, um, but it's except not in, except yeah. in like those rare scenarios where you are literally being harmed by the help you are giving. Unless you genuinely hate the fact that you're dying as a result of helping these people and you're doing it for their sake and you would rather have lived but you're but but mm-hmm. if you gather any sort of self-worth from that that's no yeah. longer truest altruism yep. or purest altruism right you have to be borderline a slave and honestly we're not saying that's a bad thing and, we're and saying no, 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 no. that's a normal thing you yeah, know i mean yeah if, if you're the kind of per- okay side note if you're the kind of person that needs to believe in true altruism <laughs> yourself <laughs> like it's don't don't kill yourself uh, never kill yourself what the fuck um, uh, um, um everywhere um, oh my god but um, the, the amount of flute that's going on right now <laughs> because i know i'm cutting this out I, I don't know how much you can do but whatever you do your best and i appreciate you for that it doesn't even be perfect matt but I, i've mentioned this before probably because it's true there's not a single day that goes by that i don't think about the options that i have when it comes to deciding to live my life the way that I continue to live my life. Not a single day. I wish that I was untrue. But every day you wake up, you have a choice. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, getting ice cream is also an option. I think that's pretty extreme. Yeah, if it's burning down a (laughs) Don't tempt me. The past eight minutes have been nothing but flutes. All right, so we can just agree that that's not making it. Burning a (laughs) is the closest you can get to perfect altruism. Because nobody benefits from it. Hey, yo, DJ but Matt here, back with some nice suits. of all humanity. <laughs> this one's getting cut out, Matt. This one's getting cut out. <laughs> we don't even need food, so We just somehow find a way to just cut to the next segment. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. Matt has cut himself. No, no, Matt has, Matt has cut himself in being like, hey, this is future Matt slash Rumors here. Uh, there's a lot of things that we are not including in this episode. There's going to be some random jump cuts. That's normal because we are not letting some of the things. We have bad opinions. I don't remember what you said exactly, but you were like, we have <laughs> yeah, bad opinions. That's, and we're that's not the thing. I, I, do, I really would like to make a disclaimer for the show where it's like, we're not professional anything. We're just three people who may or may not have good or bad or neutral takes. Don't we take have it, three stooges with a microphone. Don't take anything we say with anything more than a grain of salt because all of it is just slice of our lives i isn't greece just like near don't 
Don't say what you're about to say. Well, okay, so I'm going to find. I asked Matt geographically, where is Greece? What are the Greece is basically in the middle of Europe. It's near Germany. So it's an Eastern European accent. Mm, I would classify it as Western. But is it is it west of Germany? It's next to Italy, my dude. That's what I was gonna say first when you told me to stop talking. So that's what I. Oh, I I, well, I thought you were gonna say is it is it just basically reverse Italy? No, I was. At which point I was like, no, 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 don't don't say that's Italian. Isn't it just outside of Italy? So isn't it just gonna be (laughs) like? European accent mixed with Italian accent. Like, okay, but fine. I mean, we'll it's say still that. just Mediterranean <laughs> accent. So, I guess. Thank you. Here, the reason that no one knows what a fucking Middle Eastern accent sounds like or a Greek accent sounds like. What are you talking about? So, I so, that Greek is because. Matt, 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 Matt. Is, is because, Greek, is because. A Greek accent is very similar to a town. It's kind of floaty. Yeah, no, the reason um, is because yeah. no one gives a shit about that, that, that shit. That region of the world isn't funny enough to have a stereotypical accent. Goodbye, Greece's GDP. Uh, well, uh, yeah, we were gonna get anything from them anyway, unfortunately. So <laughs> that's why Greece, I love Greece, I love you. Trust me, I have a I have a useless degree in Latin and classic education, but I understand that y'all are bankrupt. So <laughs> keep your money. Goodbye to their GDP. I knew we weren't getting jack shit. <laughs> yeah. We just made a Please. drop war. Uh, we mentioned keep, keep money, keep keep living life, but uh, <laughs> you got your own problems. You got to worry about. Listen to this. Keep your money. It's okay. We'll be all right. This is this is Nigel Bankstaff uh, reporting for BBC One uh, Business, oh, and today God. we ha- uh, we have just reported that uh, yeah, I thought Greece, you said you Greek. I was like that. Even that, yeah. that <laughs> Greece that Greece was mentioned in an American podcast, <laughs> and as a result, the uh, value of the Greece lira? Question mark Matt. Oh, I thought they used the EU. Active. They use the EU. They use the euro. The the, the euro. Greece's value of the euro dipped two point zero 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 one cents. This is not to be confused with the rest of Europe and euro. Uh, That didn't drop, surprisingly. I don't know how I turned into a pseudo-Australian there. I'm so glad. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. The lira is Turkish, by the way. Yeah. I'm glad I'm with Matt. I'm glad that you specified what entity you were calling from because for a second I thought this was your best <laughs> Greek interpretation. I was like, we're no, 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 no. I was definitely because <laughs> some, some douchey British businessman talking yeah. about how the value of your you, Greece went you, down you, because of us. I know this is weird, but my the, my most recent experience with true educational language was back when I took my first year at uh, college. I flunked out because I oh, genuinely am having uh, a horrible the, time on hand, learning languages. On the one hand, on the one hand, um, I fully support socialism. On the other hand, if you say one more time, I'm removing you from the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So here's the thing. I, I wasn't learning because I want to go there. Yeah, I know. Well, I wasn't learning because I want to go support the Communist Party. I was learning because there's a ton of fascinating stuff in But also... The further north you go, you have to learn different dialects because pieces of Mongolia are present and they speak a different dialect. And I've always kind of wanted to go to Siberia and Mongolia. Uh, side note, on my trip to New York in the Oculus, we visited a Mongolian Outfitters. All of their shit is imported from Mongolia. And there was a jacket there that was fucking stunning. $1,200. <laughs> nah, bro, I was I'm like... <laughs> I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I don't need. I don't need it. Uh, I really want that. I really wanted that jacket, man. I oh, like. I absolutely I want also, it. I, I 
can't afford it. Uh, if anybody listens to this and has $1,250, uh, go spend it on some Mongolian clothing. You don't need some cheap jack shit from which also were in the Oculus. And those are getting bleeped out. <laughs> <laughs> that Mongolian sh- that Mongolian shop that is in there to stay. <laughs> you don't want me sh- cussing out and Well, goodbye, those dollars, but uh, no, I'm not giving them free promotions. They, they get enough. Well, that's why I said, fuck those guys. Yeah. So while I was in class uh my my teacher was a native and she said one of another big thing that gives not people away is smiling while you speak and interact it is very very socially unacceptable to smile at people you don't know and they also don't speak with their hands a lot if you move your hands a lot while you speak it's very not like it's it's so weird and again listener i've never been this was my teacher's experience if has changed who am i kidding not gonna hear this we, we don't need to put goodbye dollars. we could just assume that was the case from the beginning <laughs> we can just say goodbye but we are not a political cod uh, podcast that talks about the military strategies of other nations if you want that please find it somewhere just fucking contact else. us directly and we will definitely go off on you about what we, <laughs> we will definitely <laughs> tell you that we come did join not the, come join the discord at which point we could have all the discussions that you want yeah if you want to tell me how i'm a jack shit piece of shit that should support capitalism and all the ways that it helps the world grow you know what if you're paying me 50 bucks a month, you get that tier reward. Just yell at Nick. <laughs> the, Dion, make that a tier that, reward. That a yell at Nick reward. That's a Patreon reward. If you want to pay us 50 bucks a month, there will be an exclusive channel where you can just drag me. And if you want, there's a $100 and I, and tier where you can join Nick and tell me how ugly I am. And I he does that every read, day. I will Matthew. read one drag on the air every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, all right, this is a creative one. <laughs> Matthew. Like, I am totally fine with that. How, how much is the talk show about Matt reward? Because the drag that Nick. That's $100. It's $100? Okay, cool. Yeah, drag Nick is 50 Only I and Dion are allowed to drag Matt. But if you pay us $100 a month, you get to drag Matt with us. Tell me what, like, I'll send you a picture. Give me your best roasts. <laughs> and I will be like, all right, Matt, this is your roasting corner. Yeah. Gonna have roast Matt instead of topics today. All roasting Matt, no pizza. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, it's been a long episode. And by a long episode, I mean we're an hour and seven minutes in. And we've definitely run the gambit on conversations. We have a question. I don't think I've asked this question yet. And Dion, I think this is actually your question. So I'm gonna give credit. I believe Dion asked this to me once. And I think I know what I answered. The question of the day is... If you could get rid of one bodily function and, <laughs> s- and suffer no consequences where's as that, a result. Where's that meme? Where's that meme I just posted? <laughs> I, I told this to I'm glad you asked. single personal friend of mine. If you've known me for more than a year, I've told Which is why I want to give you credit because this is a genius question. This can tell me a lot about a person. Because look, there are a lot of bodily functions. When you sit down and think about it, there are a shit ton of bodily functions. You can get nuanced with this. If digestion is not your thing, if you just want to eat something and the next moment it's just ready to go out the butt. And again, the, the stipulation is with no bodily consequences. If that's your thing, that's that's it. I, I fully understand you have gastrointestinal issues and the process of digestion is not a fun thing for you. If I had to... Get rid of a single bodily function with no consequence. If I could do it some other way, I would absolutely, 1,000% of the time, get rid of the 
biological need to shit waste. You do not need to remove waste so by so pooping is dumb. <laughs> oh my god, is that the name of the episode? <laughs> I don't think pooping so. is I dumb. Think uh, we've had like three great stings uh, in this yeah. one, but I don't I don't think there are a ton more that are more relevant to the bulk of the episode, but it's just like there's no accounting for waste. <laughs> I also really like No accounting for waste is really good. It's just like you don't need to poop. To poop. There's gotta be a way for for species with such large brains to remove waste more efficiently. Like, well, and the fact I mean, that it, your diet can so wildly vary the consistency of your and waste. And affect the poopy, yeah. yeah like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and I'm done with this topic in five, four. <laughs> well, right, we haven't even gotten Matt's question uh, answer. Fine. And mine. Deanna spoken, that is the answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm the only right answer. <laughs> No, 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 you no. don't. I, I my... have an answer that is that supersedes yours in all ways. Okay, go for it. But but I'm gonna wait for Matt to tell me his. So any bodily function whatsoever. With no, I'm gonna go ahead with sleep. I don't want to sleep anymore. I want to be awake. I want to do things. That's the closest right. second I've ever like. It's if I could not yeah. need. First of all, we don't even fully understand why we need sleep. So let's just cut it out. Right? No, but it will kill us if we don't do it. We don't know why. It just it overexerts our body. Yeah. As if I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Eleven days forced a week, mm, your body kills itself. <laughs> what? Well, after like two days, you start to hallucinate, which I've done before, and it's not fun. Oh yeah, but, I, I, most, yeah most more. Shit gets weird at the forty-eight hour mark. Forty-eight hours. Yeah, you haven't slept? and it's not like it's not hallucinations. Like just, oh, Bugs Bunny. No, it's like holy. What was that? What was that shadow monster? What's going I mean, on? What's crazy is if you do sleep, you hallucinate anyway. So what's going on? <laughs> Exactly. No, I got the bodily function that tops it all. Because this is truly the most useless, most obnoxious, most awful bodily function that could possibly exist. And we all know why. Yawning. You say no, 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 blinking no. and when Close. Kind of... Scratching. Itching. Hic- hiccup. Ooh. Okay, so, um, side tangent. I uh, was puked last time. And I have done that before. And, and I've had bad hiccups since, like, I remember, I remember distinctly this memory. I was, like, hiccuping. And I was, like, I, I didn't know... Um, I know now a few techniques that can straight up stop hiccups. It's crazy how easy it is to stop hiccup, but it's also crazy how painful they can be. So I'm like hiccuping and I've had this happen before where I was like, Miss teacher person, can I please get some water? I have really bad hiccups. And she's like, no, sit down. And I'm like, listen, if I don't stop my hiccups, I, my shoulder is going to dislocate. Now, my shoulder never really dislocated, but I would start to get such bad gas and pain that it would, like, migrate up my chest and to one side. It felt like I couldn't move my arm, and I thought that's what a dislocation was. So she let me go, but she was like, okay, whatever you say, dramatic student, like, just go ahead and go. And I just felt mad and bad. Like, I felt like I was lying, but she made me feel like, like, she thought I was lying. But she was able to make me think that I was I was lying, and I was like, to the point where the anxiety shoulder, made your hiccups go away before you ever got the water. No, no, my shoulder still hurt. It really, I hiccuped the rest of class, and she was like, Dion, <laughs> please just hold your breath or something." That she said that out loud, and I'm like, I "Bitch, that's die. not how it works." But see, here's the thing: hiccups. Nobody needs them. Nobody wants them. Nobody cares about them. But this is the problem: they're so innocuous that right after we've had them, nine times out of ten, we forget. Fact. We've, we forget we had them and we don't, we forget that they were that bad. It's, <laughs> no, and this, I never no, forget. No, no, but this is, this is, <laughs> 9-11, never forget. Also the hiccups or whatever. Um, I, I have a question. Uh, I, I, that, that's, I, that's, that's the title. The title. That's question. not the title. That is the title right there. Forget. That's the title right there. <laughs> and the hiccups, I guess. <laughs> hiccups, <laughs> never forget. I have, a, I have a question. How long, if, 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 if you had a genie and you said, 
I wish that hiccups never happened ever again to any other human or animal on Earth. How long do you think it would take? How long take? before anyone would notice? <laughs> yes. No, no one ever would. No at, one ever at would. At some point, someone somehow would have to notice that all of humanity stopped hiccuping. And I want to know how long do you think it would take? You would, someone would have, for some, like a gastroenterologist would have to notice. Hey, that I just want hiccup, hiccups anonymous. My name's Joe. I've had a hiccups in uh, 13 years. I just, I don't understand. I'm getting concerned. Because, because some uh, people have like chronic hiccups. Some people are, or hiccups yeah. are like a part of their chronic condition. Um, and if that symptom went away, I think that some people would notice overnight. I think here's the thing. I think the scientific community uh, would take like six months to figure it out. Well, hold on, hold on. Here's the first question. Is there a person who hasn't stopped hiccuping since the moment they started hiccuping? I think there's a few, but I think they've, I don't know. I remember seeing, remember like, you know, like, believe it or not, that TV show. I believe at some point. I saw a person with like a gastro condition where they just hiccup forever and they hiccup up in between every word. I don't know if that person still exists. I was like eight. The internet didn't exist in the same way that it did then. But I wonder if there is a person who's part of their gastro condition is that they just are constantly going. <laughs> and so they just let's don't see. Notice. There, w- the New York Times posted an article in 2019 about a woman named Lisa Graves, 31. Who hasn't stopped hiccuping for 12 years. Assuming she is still hiccuping to this day, she would be the first person to know. <laughs> she would be the first person to know. Uh, I, legit- whoever, I legitimately whoever, would probably just... Her doctor, and I don't think she would question her. Her She'd doctor be like, would immediately believe her and he would be like, something's wrong. You're going to die. <laughs> um, but, but so I, my conspiracy theory is that hiccups... And this is a, a light conspiracy theory. This isn't the government, whatever, whatever, whatever. This is like conspiracy theory. I think that all humans, because you know how uh, women, when they give birth, there's like a chemical that's released in their brain that makes them forget the pain they experience yeah, while yeah, giving yeah, birth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I know all about that. All humans have the same <laughs> chemical exclusively for hiccups. So, 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 so here's, the wish, here's the wish that you give, Nick, um, for the genie for the hiccups. I wish that every human that hasn't hiccuped in the past five minutes never hiccups again. So there's just a, a, a huge There's a very piece of the small fuckers. part of the population that hiccuped at the time you made this request or just finished hiccuping <laughs> and they keep hiccuping. But for the most part, anyone that's been hiccuping for a long period of time keeps hiccuping. And so we don't notice scientifically for like years that no one else has hiccuped except for this very small population of people. <laughs> and it's... Yeah, exactly. No, like nobody would miss the hiccup. It's the one bodily function not a single human being even remotely wants. I feel like everyone can relate to the fact that like I, I remember a few times in my life where I've had like a really bad cough or like just really bad hiccups for or or or, or for me personally, my biggest thing is I get migraines. I get really bad migraines. I've thought for sure that this was how I was gonna die. Like you can feel it, or you, or you can ignore them. Like you guys do to me all the time. Like you, you can. Well, if someone's gonna cut you off. It's just like you can let it happen. You can't. You can't not let it happen when you're about to get a. Thanks hiccup. everybody for listening. We've been all topics, no pizza. <laughs> I was you, waiting for that one. Piece of shit. Um, you know what? You're, you're the one person I'm not saving from hiccups. Me, Mister Two and a Half. No, oh, okay. Mr. Okay. Mister Two and a Half Hours. I will kill you.
Thanks everybody for listening. We started with the stereotypical New York accent and ended up with new Patreon tiers for Ragnar, Nick, and me. And we, just like you guys, have no idea we got there either. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope to see you next Thursday. If you want to support us, we have a Patreon page. And I, Rumors, upload to YouTube and I've also published two books. You can support us that way as well, if you'd like. Do their interviews, all those things. What's up? Um, I've been thinking about this. This is dumb, but it's like, how... You know what? Go ahead. You go. You, you finish. You finish first. Go ahead. Okay, 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 okay. I mean, it's the same thing, I think. Hang on. Um, I'm about to lose it. Wow, that's fast. We hear you, Pook.